Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey talks about how to make them chase without you playing it cool. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. How cool should you play it in early dating? There is a period of the dating process, isn't there, where we're so worried that we're going to come on too strong and scare someone away that we reserve the parts of ourselves that really want to come out, parts of ourselves that feel like they're authentically us. Maybe we're... Yeah, this whole idea of just be yourself is totally garbage. If the part of you that is yourself is a loser that doesn't exercise, isn't strong, isn't capable, isn't confident, isn't the kind of man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, then just being yourself doesn't work. So if you're a guy who has not, not a lot of experience with girls, then you don't want to quote-unquote just be yourself. So, sorry, this advice doesn't work unless you are already attractive enough to have lots of options, you see? So the advice is kind of self-defeating. Guys that need to ha need to hear the advice, it's bad for. And guys that wouldn't listen to the advice, it's good for. We're someone who loves affection, but we're afraid to show too much affection because we don't want that person to think it's too much. Or we're worried if we get seen to be liking them too much, that we're going to lose all of our power. We this is actually true. As a guy, she needs to be more interested in you than you are in her and if that power dynamic isn't in place then you don't have a relationship she's going to use you so no matthew this is bad advice we may love being the kind of person who's expressive with our words but we hold back our words and censor ourselves for fear that we're going to say too much we may now this actually is good advice you can't be censoring yourself and holding yourself back from what you want to say with with your girl because if you're afraid to annoy her to anger her then you're actually not the leader of the relationship so you got to keep that in mind as well they love quality time but we act like someone who doesn't really care that much about seeing someone else because we don't know whether they like us as much as we like them. And that's, that's what girls do, what Matthew is describing there. We're worried they'll like us less if they think we're too available. I had a question in recently from someone who said, I am affectionate. I love quality time. I have so much I want to give, but I find myself holding back for fear that it's going to be too much for somebody else. That it's Yeah, that's... When you as a girl are going after Chad and he doesn't care because he has 50 other options, yeah, you want to spend quality time with him, but if you come on too strong like that, he's going to just go to a girl that's less of a headache. You've got to keep that in mind as well. All right, shitting time. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Link is in the description. Just click more. Buy my books at bit.ly slash books. And go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash theheliosblog. Shilling is done. Let's continue.
going to drive them away. And so when I show up to parties with that person, I'm afraid to be too all over them at the party. I'm afraid to ask for too much or express myself. And my anxiety is what's making me hold back. Now, I think it has to be said that there is this conditioning that so many of us have that if a woman is trying too hard, that's desperate. If a No. Girls with Chad are the only girls that quote unquote try too hard. So if she's quote unquote trying too hard with you, it's a really good sign. It means she sees you as in the role that you're supposed to be in with her. If you're not Chad to her, then you shouldn't be with her at all because then you're second best. Keep that in mind. Guy is trying really hard, then it's romantic. No, false. It's only true if you're Chad. If she sees you as the best man she can get, if she sees you as the best she could do, if she sees you as the kind of guy that other men want to be and the kind of guy that other women want to be with, if she sees you as that guy, then when you do romantic stuff, then she'll appreciate it. And then she'll see it as romantic. But only then. Otherwise, she'll see it as, ah, he's a loser that gives me stuff for free without me having to give anything back. Cool. Friend zone. You know, the the stereotype of the love bomber is one that often we see, right? Only Chad can be a love bomber. Or wrongly, because women can love bomb too. Right. But we see it as more of a male thing. A guy. Actually, in general, um, narcissistic people love bomb, right? And of course, girls can be narcissists. I believe the statistics are such that men tend to be more likely to be narcissists than women. But that's because women are more average in their presentation, psychological presentation, which means that women are more similar to each other than men are. Men have a wider range. So with regards to, you know, psychological conditions, men are more likely to have them because men have a wider range of presentations. Women are more bell curved than men, is what I'm saying. They, they, they skew more towards the mean, psychologically, as well, uh, as well as other things. But we're talking about psychology right now. Okay, let's continue. I love bombing a woman, showing he's really, really interested and then not backing it up. We don't as commonly associate the love bomber as being the woman. We associate the woman as being the one who has to hold back in order to be attractive. So the question is... It's actually not true, by the way. But yes, women are more choosy. And because they're more choosy, they're less likely to even find a guy that they consider to be superior. So most of the time they will appear aloof or uninterested or holding back. And actually most men see from most women this behavior, right? Because most men are invisible to most women. Most men don't actually see how they actually act with guys they're actually interested in. They believe the women are are aloof and that they don't try to chase and they don't try to love bomb. Okay, let's continue. How much is playing it cool necessary? And I'll give you a little bit of what I said to this woman who asked this question. Because I know that I have in my own past been on dates with people who were holding back. And I didn't know that on the date. On Beta. That means that they saw you as beta. So guys, 
This is a tell. If you can tell that the girl is holding back, she's not giving you everything. She's not that into you. She's not reacting the way she's supposed to, to what you say, what you do. She's not that interested. She's kind of aloof, holding back, pulling back, not really replying, kind of off in her own world, you know, really doesn't care. That's not the girl you continue to have a relationship with. Because she doesn't see you as Chad. And if she doesn't see you as Chad, then there's no reason to be in a relationship with her. You need to be best in her mind. And if you're not best, you should be with another girl. On the date, all I knew was I didn't think the person was into me. Exactly. I didn't think the person was attracted to me at all. And then I was really surprised to learn 24 hours or 48 hours later that that person wanted to see me again. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Of course they want to see you again. Because women's currency, what they want is attention. And you're giving her attention. She doesn't want to give you bedroom fun, but she'll take the attention. So of course she'll go on another date with you. Oh, you took me on a $200 dinner date? Wonderful. I had such a great time. Let's spend another $200 dinner date together. Meanwhile, she's sleeping with Chad on the same night that you had the date with her. That's what I'm talking about. If she doesn't show those behaviors to you, you're not Chad to her. And if you're not Chad to her, there's no reason for you to be with her. All that will happen out of that arrangement is misery. You know, they would send me a text and say, I had such a great time, I'd love to see you again. And I would think I was going crazy. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, but you, I didn't get anything from, I didn't feel you flirted with me. I didn't feel you showed any attraction towards me. I certainly didn't feel you desired me. And so Indeed. I was really surprised to know that they wanted to see me again. Well, the truth is that they didn't desire you. All they desired was your attention and your wallet. So they did desire something. It's just not what men want, right? She was basically communicating with that message, sub-communicating, because the medium is the message, right, for, for women. So on the surface, she says, I want to meet you. But underneath the surface, she's saying, I'm not interested in you, but I would love for you to spend time, attention, and validation on me for free. Won't you do it? And if you do it, you're a fool. But a lot of men do, because... Because most men are invisible to most women, when a guy gets given an opportunity, he takes it. Even if it's actually a waste and useless and actually doesn't give him what he wants. Again, we have to ask ourselves, if I expressed a desire to see someone again, would it surprise them based on my experience or my ex interactions with them so far? Right. So what Matthew is trying to do is teach women logic, right? show logically through your behavior what you're trying to communicate. And the beautiful thing is this. Girls don't have to think about it, right? They, they don't think logically about their actions towards a guy. They just act how they act and they feel how they feel, right? So if the girl just feels good and, and is happy and things, uh, you know, and she's interested in you, Things will just flow naturally. She'll smile, she'll laugh, she'll, you know, make it easy for you, she'll, um, it will be like tit for tat, is what I'm talking about. When you make a joke, she'll laugh, when you suggest something, she'll do it, when, you know, you smile, she smiles, and all of that. And if she's not interested in you, it's the reverse.
She'll be cold, she'll be cool, she'll be aloof, she'll be pulling away, she'll be not really interested, she'll be one-word answers, she'll be one-word texts, and so on. And a lot of the time, the answer is yes. So one of the things I say to people, I'm going to give you five points today, but the first point is we have to encourage people to keep trying with us by the small things we do that communicate interest or desire. Right, so now Matthew's trying to teach you know, girls that are 35 plus who have had 50 chads, how to communicate with beta males to make them think that they're interested in them. Because girls have no idea how to act, right? They just do what they do and then they don't understand why guys aren't interested in them or guys aren't pursuing them anymore. Well, when you're going with a guy and he, and you want him to be your savior, right? You have to treat him exactly like you treat a chad or better, which means... You have to give him the impression that he's the best you've ever had. You have to, you know, defer to him in everything. You have to be kind to him. You have to be supportive. You have to be pleasant. You have to be cooperative. You have to be submissive. You have to be bedroom fun loyal. All of that. And if you're not those things, then the guy that you should have married in your early 20s, who you chose to wait till you're 35 to marry, won't be interested in you. Those could be very small things. It could be touching someone lightly on the arm. It could be telling someone that they look really good in that jacket. It could be texting someone after a date and telling them that you had a great time or they're, you're really funny. Or These are things that girls should do, right. Or you looked really good tonight. It could be someone that you've met on a dating app and it's not escalating to a date and you're having a great time with them and there's lots of rapport and you send them a message saying, by the way, in case you were wondering, if you asked me out on a date, I'd say yes. Yeah, girls don't do that. Definitely don't do that. The, the, The girls, okay. Girls have no game. That is fundamental. They don't know what to do to get guys. They don't know because they don't have to. Girls don't have to know anything to get laid. They don't have to know anything to get in a relationship. All they have to do is, you know, wash and not eat a lot of McDonald's. That's it. Whereas for men, it's totally different. Men have to work super hard to to go on dates. Even with average looking girls, men have to work super hard. And it's really funny that Matthew has to say these things, right? Like it's not obvious what girls should do, but they, they have no idea. By the way, guys, if you ask men the last time they got a compliment, most men don't even remember because it was so long ago. Men don't get told, oh, you're handsome today. Men don't get told, oh, you dressed really nice today. Men don't get told that they're doing a great job. Men don't get told this stuff often. It's rare. It's rare for men to receive praise for anything in society. It's rare. Keep that in mind. For women, it's not. All things that show people, hey, I'm giving you a green light to try more because I am attracted to you. Sometimes we're so afraid of... Yeah, except girls do this. And this is from Rolo Tomasi from The Rational Male. Girls do this. They say, if he were the kind of man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, I wouldn't have to tell him that I was interested. He would know based on my reactions and would pursue. 
And if he doesn't know, he's not experienced enough to know, which means he hasn't had enough girls, enough experience. He isn't the kind of man that other men want to be and other women want to be with. You see the heuristic? So the guy that they have to explain stuff to, the guy they have to give validation to at the beginning of the relationship, the guy they have to say, oh, if you were to ask me out, I'd say yes. That guy, if they have to tell him, it means he doesn't know, which means he's not attractive. If I have to baby you, then I'm not your girl, I'm your mother. You see the idea? That's the principle. Scaring someone off that we don't even give them the encouragement to actually try with us. Now, when we're showing someone a little encouragement, that can help to decrease our anxiety if we think about it like small baby steps of encouragement instead of I'm immediately going to say and do everything I want to say and do, which isn't always advisable at the very beginning of dating. What we want to do is invest, then test. Give a little, see if they respond to that. And if they respond to our affection with some affection, then that's great. We have. Yeah, that that actually is great advice. Invest, then test, right? So I think that she's a good girl. So I'm going to give her the opportunity to demonstrate that she is through giving her X. You know, I'm going to take her on an actual date and let's see how she, you know, let's see how she reacts. Will she be pleasant? Will she be cooperative? Will she be submissive? Will she be loyal? Will she be listening? Will she be appreciative? Or will she just take it and throw me away like I'm nothing, right? If the test is failed, then you move on to another girl. Confirmation that we're both in the same place. Point two is something that can really help with your anxiety. See, our anxiety about showing too much in early dating is often about this feeling of once you know how into you I am, I will have lost all of my power. I think that a big part of that is... Yeah, that's girls. Girls are like that. They're afraid, right? They're afraid of revealing too much of themselves. But to Chad, they give it all away right at the beginning. It's only to beta males, basically, that they, that they are afraid of revealing themselves. Under no circumstances will she totally give herself to a beta, right? Because we see our attraction as this constant, like it's sort of just a universal truth. You're going to find out how into you I am. But the truth is, attraction is an evolving thing. It can go up, it can go down. Interest in someone is an evolving thing. It can go up, it can go down. So I like to think of our interest in someone like a photograph. If you take a photograph of how interested I am in you today, that is only a photograph that represents that today. It's a snapshot in time. That's girls. Especially at the beginning of relationships. The girl can be into you and act into you and the next day be totally uninterested. That That is totally possible. Or, you know, you could have bedroom fun with her once and then you don't see her for two weeks and bam, she's not interested in you anymore. It's totally possible. That is absolutely true, especially at the beginning of dating. You could believe that you had a good first date. She could message Chad the next day. 
you know, after after you had your date with her, the, the next day, let's say she's, you know, on Tinder messaging Chad, and bam, she's not interested in you anymore. Totally possible. Totally true. It's just a snapshot in time. And this is why the advice is, if you want to get a girl as a friend with benefits, girlfriend, whatever, then you have to sleep with her twice. Because until the, before that, you're not emotionally relevant. So at any time, she could the switch could flip and she could be like, ah, you know what, I'm going to go with this guy instead. Of how I feel. But next week, I might feel something different. If you take a new photograph a week from now, it might show a very different level of attraction. And if we get in, if we get that way of thinking into our own minds, then when we're showing someone interest, we're not thinking, I'm giving up all of this power. We're just thinking... By giving you a little interest today, I'm showing you how interested I am today. If you don't reciprocate, if you don't meet me there, if I try to give you some affection or some nice words or show that I want to see you and you don't give me the same back, I reserve the right to change how interested I am at any point. It can- exactly right. This this should be men's attitude towards dating totally. It's if you don't give me what I want, if I'm not receiving fit, feminine, cooperative, submissive, and bedroom fun loyal, if I'm not receiving that every single day, I reserve the right to end this relationship at any time. I agree. It can change overnight if I feel like, oh, you're not, you're not here with me. You're not consistent. Oh, I don't feel safe with you. you I don't feel your attraction back. I'm going to take that energy and direct it elsewhere. And you'll find that out the next time you try to see me or the next time you want to hang out, the next time you want to give me affection, you'll find out that you actually lost some of my interest and intrigue between the last time I showed it to you and right now when you... Absolutely. No, this is absolutely the right attitude to have with girls. Absolutely. I am in charge. If I'm not getting what I want, then I will direct my energies where the person deserves my energies and not towards you. Absolutely great advice. Matthew actually did give some some good advice here. That's actually true. We give out praise, affection, rewards to good behavior. We give out loss of attention, withdrawal, and uh, ignoring to people that aren't meeting those needs that, that we have. Absolutely true. Suddenly want it again. So if someone sees through your actions that your interest is not a constant, your interest is something that has to be fed and watered and reciprocated, right. you know that you've never lost your power by Ex- showing interest. Exactly right. All you've done is taken a photograph about how you feel today and given it to them. If they're under any illusion that that photograph is just a constant truth, they will realize how wrong they are the next time they try to get your attention if your attention has moved on. Number three. That's right. That's right. Three. One great way to still maintain your personal power or play it cool, which is not a term I like, but a great way to not feel like you've given up all of your power is to show that you don't need an emotional babysitter. I think of the example that this woman gave me where she said, when I go to a party with someone, I don't give them any attention or affection because I'm afraid that it's going to be too much. But what tends to be too much for someone is 
when we never leave them alone or we show we can't be alone. Now, that's not me saying that at a party you have to just leave that person and go and talk to other people all the time. But showing you can is very powerful. Showing you have the... Yeah, that's called codependency, right? If you are stuck to each other's hips and you can never go anywhere else or talk to anyone else. It's true. As a man, you should definitely be able to do that. Ability to walk into a room with someone and truly enjoy being next to them, being in their company, but also be incredibly comfortable having another conversation, feeling like you're an independent presence in the room, that you can hold court on your own. That's a really powerful thing. It's True. a way of creating space for someone to miss us, for someone to observe us at a distance, which can be incredibly attractive, for someone to see that we are an autonomous, independent person away from them. This is actually true. Yeah. No. Good advice, Matthew. Again, he struck the lightning struck twice. And that our needs for affection, for uh, connection, for proximity aren't the same as neediness. Neediness is, I have to be around you. Don't leave me alone. Don't right, leave me right. here. I can't handle that. That's called an anxious attachment style. And that comes about in childhood, what Matthew is describing there. Myself on my or in, own. Or insecurely attached. It depends. Needs are something very different. Needs are just, this is a requirement for me to give my time to someone, to give my energy to someone, is that there's an appropriate level of affection, of interest, of, of stability, right? Those are needs. Neediness is I can't be without you. I can't be happy without you. I can't be secure without right, you. Right, I can't right. feel, I can't make myself feel good. I'm making you responsible for that. And that's one of... Right. And as a guy, that's maybe one of the most... One of the things that you could do that would make you the least attractive to a girl is doing that. I can't survive without you. I can't live without you. I can't handle myself without you. If, if you communicate that, even sub-communicate sub that, your relationship is dead. All right, guys. That's where we're going to leave it. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the headiest blog. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more in the description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I will see you next time.